nobody like this You ain't seen nobody like this You hear my sound all over town singing Good evening and welcome to San Antonio Soccer Roundtable. My name is Harry. Uh, joining me tonight, Rafa. Uh, this is kind of a warm-up for our UIL uh, Bracketology show. So we're uh, uh, trying our TAPS uh, Bracketology for the first time. Uh, I think UI uh, UIL we've done, what, three years? Mm -hmm. uh, I think uh, three years. Uh, so this will be the first one here. So uh, forgive us if it's a, a little bit rough. Uh, like I said here, uh, we're still trying to learn the schools and uh, through that here. But uh, Rafa, you ready? How are you? Good. Back from back from Killeen. <laughs> <laughs> How was the traffic? I actually I took the scenic route. Went down 281. So I had to make some stops in Johnson City and then and Bronco and had some nice barbecue there at the 300 barbecue. Nice place. So when you come down, do you normally do the toll road, uh, going bypassing Austin that way, or do you go 281? How do, how do you normally do that? Oh, uh, this one I from Killeen. I went to down 195 to Florence, and then from Florence to Bertram, and then Bertram to Burnett, and then down 281 south. Like I said, the whole hill, hill country scenic route through Marble Falls, and then Johnson City, and then Blanco, and then back to San Belverde, San Antonio. So we're going to start out, we're going to do uh, the division one, start with the girls, then do the boys. Uh, then for division two, we'll do next, but we'll start with the boys, uh, end with the girls, and then division three, uh, we'll do girls and then end up with the uh, division three boys, unless you want to do it reverse. Uh, for that here, I know we normally start with the 4A schools for UIL uh, instead of the larger schools. But looking at the bracket wise here, um, the the D3, D2, uh, their brackets are, <laughs> excuse me, a little bit fuller than, than the D1 schools. So uh, the interesting thing about um, TAPS uh, Division uh, Division 1 uh, is everybody makes the playoffs. Uh, so there is, what, 14... 14 schools uh, for that here. So uh, Ursuline and St. Agnes, both of them finished number one uh, in both the District 1 and District 2 along those lines here. So they they have a, well, they have a buyer. They don't play until the 25th, which is the regional. So um, your thoughts on just kind of the makeup of everybody make the playoffs? You know, right thing, wrong thing. Would you rather them just start at kind of the 
the regionals and go from there, or you know, do you kind of like everybody gets get gets in? Uh, makes kind of mixed bags, kind of like maybe this is the the Oprah Winfrey of, of soccer tournaments. <laughs> you get a car, you get a car, or you get a playoff spot, you get a playoff spot. Um, maybe she's maybe she'll sponsor the tournament next uh, next year. Uh, I, I have mixed feelings on it. Maybe they should do the top four and just start straight, you know, into the regional round or or you know call it the area round. Um, but you know, you never know with this. You know, you, you may finish last, and some maybe I get you know in playoffs. You do need some luck, and you know maybe you run the gauntlet and become Cinderella, kind of like the you know like March Madness and. And, and be that be that one team that gets gets into the final four. Or so, uh, but we'll, like I said, we'll see. Maybe maybe next year, maybe Tassel thing. Maybe just doing just the four teams, or no, or you want to add maybe six. I guess that also depends. Also, the how many amount of teams are in each division too, as well. So that's a possibility. Taking make it more fruitful here in this tournament. So looking at the D one girls. Um... I know Coach Cano from the 50-50 podcast last night stopped by and visited us. Um, he seemed to think that they, historically, but even this year, uh, they're probably the favorites, so they get the bye um, on the, you know, on, on that side of the bracket here. Uh, they finished 18-5, uh, 10-1 in district uh, for that here. Uh, the first match here that we're going to discuss is going to be Trinity Christian Academy, who finished fifth with a 10-11-1 overall record, 4-8 in district, uh, go, uh, tra traveling too because the uh, higher seed uh, host uh, at this level uh, against Concordia Lutheran, which was 9-9, nine, nine, uh, 5 and 7 in district. So to me, at least uh, looking at the resumes here, probably a flip of the coin. Yeah, I, th I think – this game probably, I think the home field advantage is is, is a key, especially here in Taps. Um, so I, I think you got to give the edge to Concordia on this one, even though, like I said, they're you know the records are real close. But having the home field advantage, especially that long travel they have to go to there, you know, that could that's going to be a factor going into this game. This would be on the twenty first here. Uh, the next matchup, uh, Parish uh, Episcopal School out of Dallas. Uh, the Panthers, eleven and four, District eight and four. Uh, they're hosting the Village uh, School out of Houston, uh, which finished six, um, one thirteen, one and eleven in district here. So, and I know you guys like the Dallas schools, Dallas Fort Worth schools here. Um, so, is this one you know with the Village School happen to travel? Uh, you know, should you know? Should should be pretty convincing for the parish. Yeah, I think parish should take care of business there against the village. And then uh, San Antonio's Antonio College, twenty-one uh, three and three, uh, most wins uh, in uh, you know in Division One. Uh, you could argue best record as well, uh, overall record, um, and ten and two in district. Uh, will host Prestonwood, a Christian Academy out of Plano. Uh, three, twelve, and one, one and eleven in district here. Um, you, you favor an Antonian, I'm assuming. Antonian. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Antonian. Like I said, they had a big, big win this past week. I think that's a good momentum going into into this to this first playoff game. 
So looking on the other side of the bracket, the second seed out of uh, District 1, John Paul, second Plano, the Lady Cardinals, 11, 4, and 2, 9, and 3. Um, host Ignatic Word out of Houston. Uh, they were the uh, finished last in District 2, 1, 11, and 3, 1, and 11, also in uh, District here. So I'm assuming you're going with uh, JP2 out of Plano. Yes. Yeah, Plano should take care of business there. Uh, St. Prius X Catholic out of Houston. Uh, they are hosting, they were nine, six, and one, eight, and three, um, in district uh, going against Nolan Catholic High School out of Fort Worth. Uh, the Lady Vikings were seven, 14, three, two, and ten, um, in conference play. Now they are a uh, DFW school. You give them any, does that help them out, or you know, still uh, you this, think the gaps a little bit too much? I, I think I think this this could be a close game, but you know I'm gonna give the edge to St. Pius on here because they do have to like I said they have to travel to Houston, but it'll be a close one. I won't be surprised if this one could go overtime. But like I said, Nolan Catholics, you know, looks like they're battle tested with that tough district they're in. And then uh, San Antonio and Carnivore High School uh, from San Antonio, 15, 15, five and seven in district. Uh, travels up to Bishop Lur uh, uh, Bishop uh, Lynch. Uh, sorry, uh, should be Lynch High School in Dallas. There, twelve six eight and four uh, out of uh, District One here. Um, you get you give the incarcerate um, uh, incarcerate word any uh, any homerism, or you think uh, uh, Bishop Lynch is going to take care of it? I, I think Bishop Lynch should win this one. Like I said, they have a key win over um, Ursuline, so they'll. Like I said, this should advance to the next round. So that gets us to the regionals here. You have uh, Ursuline, uh, host, I believe they still host uh, Concordia Lutheran mm -hmm. out of Tumble. Uh, you know, Ursuline, obviously 18, 5, 1, 10, and 1. Uh, Concordia Lutheran, uh, 9, 9, uh, 5, and 7. Uh, I'm assuming Ursuline's still the heavy favorites. Yeah, Ursuline should. Like I said, if they're going to host that game, those should be the, their favorites going into Ron Rock. And then the bottom one seems probably a pretty interesting one. Paris is fiscal 11 4, uh, 8 and 4 uh, from the DFW out, out of Dallas. They're traveling down to San Antonio for uh, Antonian uh, for that here with the Lady Apaches. Uh, mm -hmm. You rolling with a, a San Antonio school or setting up a, a all uh, Dallas Fort Worth area? I, I, think, I think this is a tough one, but I think. I think Antonio finds a way to win. I think they finally throw a kind of little monkey wrench of the kind of the Dallas dominance in the second round. So I'm going to give the edge to Antonio, and I think they'll get to the semifinal. On the other side, uh, JP2 out of Plano um, and St. Uh, uh, Prius X Catholic out of Houston. So, you know, Plano Houston matchup here 11 4 2, 9 and 3. St. Prius 9 and 6, 8 and 3. Uh, probably similar resumes. Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, Plano, you know, John Paul, JP2 will be hosting a slight advantage to them, or? Yeah, I think I'll give this edge to Plano. And then we talk about St. Agnes for the first time, uh, finished first in in, D, in District 2. Uh, the Lady Tigers, 16 and 6, 10 and 1, um, playing uh, Bishop Lynch uh, out of Dallas there, uh, 12 and 6, 8 and 4. Um, on there, are we setting up? Hey, uh, you know, does Houston get a get a squad in, or is it going to be all uh, another DFW team? I, th I think this is the bracket buster here. I think Bishop Blimps gets the upset here. Uh -huh. 
So then here comes the question here. Antonium, uh, do they get to pull the upset? Uh, I, I think Ursuline has a little, maybe a little too much. So I'm going to go with Ursuline on this one to the final. And then let's see here. And then JP2 Plano or Bishop Lynch out of Dallas. Um, Let me see if uh, see how they matched up here. So JP2 lost to Bishop Lynch on February 13th. And, but they beat him on December 8th. So two to one, uh, they beat him uh, at home which uh, of course it is, but they did lose zero to two at Bishop Lynch uh, four days ago. So, and this game is like I said, is in Ron Rock. So I'm, I'm going to give oh, the edge. In to Ron Rock? Oh. Yeah, they'll okay. be in Ron Rock. So I'm going to give the edge to this one to Bishop Lynch. Which would set up an interesting uh, final here because uh, Ursuline Academy did lose to Bishop Lynch earlier this season. Um, now they did split their, their two matches there. So, is Ursuline hosting another title, or is you know you got Bishop you know riding Bishop Bishop Lynch all the way through? I think Ursuline gets little some little revenge or that that one loss, and I think they'll claim the title again this year. Alrighty, so we got for D one girls our Ursuline Academy, um, and I think I think they hold uh, the all time record, is my understanding, based from Coach Cano. So another one, in, another trophy case for them here. So moving to the boys here. All right, hold on one minute here. Let me get this set up here. Turns around this here. All right, yeah, okay, so I just didn't look right here. All right, so for the TAPS, TAPS Division One uh, boys here, uh, we have, uh, here's why it doesn't look right. I'm trying to see here. No, that's why, because there's the one match on this side that throws it off, okay. So on, on, on division two, or pardon me, division one boys, uh, for that here, let me switch over to here, put that here. The number one seed out of district one is Prestonwood uh, Christian out of Plano. They get a buy all the way to the regionals um, for that here. Same with Antonian, same with uh, Central Catholic, and then JP2 out of Plano also gets a buy all the way to the regionals uh, for that here. So, let's see here. So, this makes a little, this one's a little bit more trickier to set up because they did have one by district game. Well, no, one independent. Mm -hmm. Which is El Palo, more like El Paso. Which is the Cathedral High out of El Paso. 
And then, so out of the district one, uh, you you had six schools, and out of district two, you had uh, six schools as well. So that's why there's the odd number here uh, for that here. So cathedral, according to uh, rank one sports, they were four and four. Uh, you know, uh, for that here. Um, and like I said here, just looking at the top teams here. Prestonwood, 15-0-1, so only one draw, 10-0 in district. Uh, Central Catholic got one uh, district two, 13-4-1, uh, 9-1 district. Uh, JP2 Plano, the Cardinals finished 13-4-2, 7-3, where Antonian, uh, you know, finished 17-6-4-4 and 6-4 in district. So um, it looked like Central Catholic and Prestonwoods are the two heavy heavyweights in here. Uh, so... Looking at it, looking at it here, um, Bishop Lynn, uh, I don't know how I did that on the boys' side as well. Oh, because I copied it. Maybe it auto-corrected. Bishop Lynch um, will host uh, the Cathedral High School out of El Paso uh, for that here. Bishop Lynch finished uh, two twelve and two two and eight in district. The, the bottom on uh, district one, uh, Cathedral High School. They played eight matches according to the record, four and four. Uh, so in the by district play uh, that starts tomorrow, um, any you know you favoring Bishop Lynch or you you know favoring uh, Cathedral? I think that's going to depend of who who they played. You know, even even like who cathedrals played, you know, what wins here. that they got. Let's see here. So they played, uh, they lost to El Dorado High. They lost to Yaselta High School. Mm -hmm. Lost to Austin High School. Beat Parkland. Uh, they beat LPI. Doesn't tell me who LPI is. Patterson. Uh, yeah, Lady Patterson yeah. Institute. So they beat them twice, 2-0 and 3-0. And then they beat uh, Santa Teresa High School 3-1. They just haven't had a lot of matches though, based yeah. on based on you know based on rank one sports. For that here, like you know they played. You know most of their matches were January 27th, and then they had one February 10th. So they've had a so, long layoff, and and that could come in at a factor since Bishop Lynch, even though they have that you know that you know. Not, not so good record, but they've played quality opponents in their district. So, and then with El Paso driving all the way to Dallas, I'll, I'm going to give this one this one to Bishop Lynch on this one. It makes you wonder. I was trying to think how to make this a little bit more even, you know, so that way El Paso's not. And I know it's a distance thing mm -hmm. for it here. Yeah, I'm wondering if, but there's really not any other. Looking at the other regions, if they drop to D two, is that something that would be an option for them? I know they I think look it's at the cool. level, but yeah, I think because of the distance, because there's not really any tap schools out in West. I think they're all, probably the only tap school out in West Texas. Um, so whatever whatever division they're in, in one or two or three, they're still gonna I think end up being independent. What's what I'm surprised is that they didn't try to schedule games. More, more games in, in through January, or at least play a couple of tournaments to get some games under. Um, 
and then also during when they start in the season, I know, and I know, like I said, it's a distance, but you know, there are some taps tournaments, and I'm surprised that they don't attend those to just get some games under their belt and then play some scrimmages. I'm sure they may have played some scrimmages in, in December with some of the El Paso area teams, but I, I think that's one of the disadvantages they have, you know, just not having anyone close in a close proximity to play again. So, so maybe that's something they probably need to look into for next year is maybe schedule a couple more games or at least play a couple, you know, since you're independent, you don't have any district games, play some, play at least play some tournaments in each in each weekend. Or even play some schools from New Mexico if possible. Yeah. Um, along those lines here, but yeah, to me, it's just, to... it, it, it's a little bit odd, uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, for me here. So, Bringing it up to, so uh, for the area, Antonian, uh, Prestonwood, Central Catholic, and JP2, Plano uh, get buys uh, for this round here as well. Um, so for the area on the 21st, which is what, next Tuesday? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Parish. Let me mix that. Let's see here. Uh, Parish is Parish, Episcopal. Episcopal. Uh, six, eight, and two, two, and eight going against uh, St. Thomas. Uh, 13, 11, 3, 5, and 5 uh, in District 2. You're going to find District 2 outside of Central Catholic and Concordia. Mm-hmm. Pretty even, 6 and 4 and 5 and 5. Um, so, like to so here, 6, 8, and 2. So, they would be traveling to uh, St. Thomas there in Houston here uh, for that here for the Eagles. Uh, you giving the advantage to, yeah. to Parrish? Or? I, th- I, think, I think Houston finally gets one here. They get to steal one from one of the Dallas teams. And then Nolan Catholic, uh, 14, 10, and 4, 6, and 4 versus Concordia Lutheran. Concordia, 5, 16, 3, 0, and 10, um, you know, in District 2. Uh, so I'm assuming you're setting it up for uh, Nolan Catholic. Nolan Catholic, yep. On the other side, Trinity Academy out of Addison, 5, 14, 1, 3, and 7, going against St. Prius, uh, 12, 5, and 1, 5, and 5. Um you know, prior to the last week, they were kind of in that run for the second spot and they ended up, you know, mm-hmm. finishing fifth, you know, depending on, you know, based on the tiebreakers here. So they are having to travel up to uh, you know, Trinity Christian. You still given the advantage to, to Trinity Christian or you, you think St. Prius, uh, even going on the road, has the talent to do it? I think St. Pius has the talent. I think they have a good, I think they can get a sneak one in from the Dallas area. And then the village school, um, to me, it's one of those, uh, be careful (laughs) for that here. We'll host uh, Bishop Lynch High School out of Dallas uh, for that here. Although if they did get Cathedral, that's a long drive to go from El Paso to Houston uh, for that here. So a quick turnaround. So uh, for Bishop Lynch, they'll have played on the 18th turnaround on Tuesday, uh, traveled down to Houston to play the village schools. Uh, two twelve and two for Bishop Lynch. You know, although the, you know, if they advance, you know, that would be a third win, going against the Village School ten and seven, five and five in district. I'm gonna give this one. Yeah, I'll give this one to the Village. All right, so that sets up an interesting final four here. Let's see. Let's see how you have this set up here. So, Prestonwood Christian uh, out of Plano, uh, St. Thomas out of Houston. Um, Prestonwood Christian Academy hasn't lost as of yet uh, this year. Uh, you know, the Lions looking at their schedule, 6-1, 5-1, 6-0, 2-0, 5-0, 3-0, 4-2, 6-1, 3-1, 4-2, 6-1, 3-1, 4-2, 6-1, 3-1, 4-2, 6-1, 3-1, 4-2, 6-1, 
Bishop Lynch, they did win one oh Nolan Catholic seven and one. So um looks like that they've been pretty solid all the way through through the year. So I'll go with Preston Wood. I think they'll take care of business against him on this game. Nolan Catholic and Antonian. Now that one to me, uh, you know, I won't lie, he has my ear perked up because I know you and and Coach Cano do favor uh, the talent coming out of, or, or no, maybe not the talent, but the uh, the schools coming out of the DFW area. So um, Nolan does have to travel down to San Antonio. Uh, do you give the advantage to Antonian, or you think uh, Nolan Catholic, uh, you know, um, 14, 10, 4, 6, and 4? Uh, going against Antonian 17-6-4 and 6-4 also in their district. So similar records. Kind of think Antonio's got slight overall uh, record here. I, I think with having the home field advantage is a big thing here. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna give the edge to Antonian. It'll be a close game. Let me be a one goal game, but I think they'll advance all advance to the semifinals. JP2, uh Plano and the village. Uh, JP2. Uh, JP2. And then kind of an interesting one for us. Uh, let me see who. Which will be a rematch of a district game. Which they, well, so, yeah. So the St. Saint, Saint X Catholic out of Houston uh, split with, um, split with Central Catholic uh, for that here on, on February 3rd. They lost uh, four to two in Houston. Uh, but they did beat them three to one when in December when it was here in, in San Antonio uh, for that here. So, Saint Pius was was uh, w- you know was right up there till till the end. So don't don't be yeah. fooled by that fifth seed uh, for yeah. here. I think their their talent's a little bit deeper. But Central Catholic seems like the, they've been on a roll um, trying to redeem from last year's. To me, a disappointing year for Central Catholic. Yeah, and I think this year, like I said, this this game, the the rubber match here. I think being back at home at Tom Benson, I think they'll win this one. They'll they'll advance to the semifinals. So then that'll set up a very interesting uh, Prestonwood out of Plano hosting Antonian, and then JP two um, out of Plano uh, traveling down to San Antonio. So. Are we seeing an all San Antonio a split or all Plano? How do you see this going through? I think it'll be split. Uh, I think Preston Wood will will beat Antonian, and then but I think Central Catholic. I think this is kind of like a redemption tour for them, so they'll they'll knock out Plano. And I think they'll advance to the final. So then, uh, does Preston Wood make it undefeated through the season, or does Central Catholic, uh, uh, you know, show that San Antonio? Uh, Going back to what, four years in a row that they won mm-hmm. yeah. uh, with uh, Jose Gallegos, uh, do, you know, do they get another trophy or? I think this might be. I think this one might determine who they played early on. Uh, I, I don't know who Preston would played uh, as far as non-district games. Um, what key games? Because, like I said, Central Cop did go to the North Texas Elite Showcase, and then they had a very, you know, had a positive, had some positive results over there. They had a good showing. And playing against those elite teams helped them out. Yeah, so looking at, and this is the schedule according to uh, Rank One Sports. Um, I don't know who HSAA is, so we'll go there. But they played Liberty Christian, St. Mark's School of Texas, Prince of Peace Christian, 
uh, Corum Dio Academy, which I think is in the playoffs at, at D2, uh, played St. Mark's uh, School of Texas again, Trinity Parish, and then, G, you know, then their district stuff. So not a lot out of there where uh, Laredo uh, St. Augustine, uh, TMI, the village, uh, Lost Lee at the North Texas Elite, uh, McKinney Boyd, uh, Irving, South Lake Carroll. Now they did go, went one, one and one up at the North Texas Elite, mm -hmm. um, Antonio Concordian, and then the district through there. So, yeah, I think schedule wise, at least with that tournament, you know, early January, uh, playing the tough, tougher teams there. And I think Laredo St. Augustine, were they the. I think they're in Division uh, Two. I know they're in Division Two. I'm just trying to remember. They were the they fourth, the, I think the fourth place. I think in their their district. No, they did not. St. Augustine, Laredo, yeah, yeah, the fourth. So they finished fourth here. So they were um, a playoff qualifier for that here. So schedule-wise, to me, I think Central Catholic has faced the tougher schedule, and I think that's mm -hmm. why you see a couple of a couple of uh, uh, bumps on there. Um, Level of district, would you say they're kind of level, or would you give an advantage, you know, to District Two or District One? You know, would you say I think, I think it might be the same? One? I think it'd be the same, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Central Catholic, and then the reason why is for them going to that North Texas Elite, playing those tough teams. At, you know, Prestonwood hasn't really played at that teams at that level. I think that's going to be the difference, and also it might go down to coaching too, because they have, do have an experienced coaching mm -hmm. staff that's still there that's won it. And I, I think this team's very hungry. They're, it's like I said, this is a redemption for them, and I think they want to show it, prove to everybody that you know we're we're back. You know, we're we're going to be the dominant team here for Taps again. All right, so that sets it up for uh, Division Two or for Division One. Central Catholic on the boys, uh, Ursuline Academy on the girls. Um, be interesting to see uh, how we feel about those. Uh, for that here, uh, moving to D2 boys. All right, let me get this set up here. So let me see, get those two there. Couple of score updates Southwest boys just squeaked by Legacy 1 0. After that big one they had against Harlandale. I just saw this here. Hold on one minute. Let me just check one more thing because I just saw D2 does have an independent team, but I don't remember seeing that independent team in the playoffs. The playoffs. Let, me just, let me just make sure that. Yeah, so they don't have an option for that independent team to go for the playoffs. Okay. All right. Let's flip this around here. All right. So here it starts out with uh, out of division out of uh, division district two or division two district one. 
Yeah, it's Southwest Christian School, Fort Worth uh, finish. Uh, first at 11, 3 and 1, 7 and 1 in district. Uh, you had Grapevine Faith Christian finish second, 12, 7 and 1, 6 and 2. And then the third team, All Saints, uh, is, is Bicol, um, uh, 4 and 9, 4 and 4 in conference. Um, and then in District 2, so those were the three playoff, uh, playoff schools you had. Uh, District 2 also had three playoff. Uh, you had yeah, Legacy Christian, um, although the TAPS website does not have a record for them, but they have them in the playoffs. <laughs> so uh, we'll take the word for that. Uh, uh, Christo Ray, uh, college prep out of Dallas, 11 and 6, 6 and 4. Uh, Bishop Dunn, so they only got uh, two. Uh, Bishop Dunn um, out of Dallas has finished third. And then they went to out of District 3, which is Austin. Um, Austin got uh, two schools in, uh, St. Uh, Michael's Catholic, uh, 12, 4, and 3, 5, and 1. And Regent School, the Knights, uh, 14, 5, and 1, and 4, and 1 uh, through that here. So looking at the bracket here, uh, first one here, uh, Southwest Christian going against uh, Bishop Dunn, finished third out of the, out of the second one there. Um, any fa any favorite that you got on this one? Well, I could probably saw with Christian. I think, I think where they finish I guess, in the district play. So I think they'll have the advantage. It's just odd that they don't have the record. Oh, no, they found it here. 11, 3, and 1, 7. Uh, which is the next school, Regent School out of Austin, 14, 5, and 1, 4, and 1. Um, let me just see if they even have any record. You know, so there's not even a schedule uh, for them. So, but obviously they had to play, though, right? Yeah. So let me just see. So they uh, Legacy beat. So Legacy beat Cristo Ray twice. So they did play games. They just didn't update it on the system. So uh, when they certified it, so you figure they had a better record than the six and four um, yeah. in district here for that here. So it's hard hard to, hard to kind of tell on, on that one there on how dominant that they were uh, for that here. So do you give? And you know, this one's kind of blind. Um, they are hosting Frisco School. Um, I'm assuming you're favoring them over. Regan, yeah, so I'll, I'll go. I'll go with Legacy before. on that. Yeah, I'll go with Legacy on this one. It'll be a close game because Regions does have a good team. But yeah, I think they're solid school. Yeah, they have to go up to Frisco. I think that's that's probably going to be the difference maker there. Grapevine uh, Faith uh, finished second uh, out of District One, twelve seven one six and two against uh, uh, Cristo Rey. Uh, 11 and 6, 6 and 4 uh, for that here. Um, so I'm not sure that, you know, travel obviously not an issue, you know, between yeah. Dallas and Grapevine School. So that I think that advantage will go to Grapevine. And then All Saints uh, Episcopal out of Fort Worth, traveling down to St. Michael's. Uh, 1 3, let me get to this one here. Uh, four and nine, four and four, and then St. Michael's 12, four and three, and five and one. So I'm assuming we're going with St. Michael's with the St. travel. Michael's, yeah. 
Yeah. And then on the other side here, uh, St. Joseph Brownsville and uh, Frasetic Catholic, um, which finished uh, 13, 7th, 9, and 5. So it looks like here. So out of District 5, look like a pretty, pretty solid uh, division here. So you had uh, Monsignor Kelly, Catholic out of Beaumont, which I know you're, you know, historically they've been. Uh, very good uh, for that here when, when we've talked about the playoffs before for TAPS. Uh, they were 21-2, and 14-0 in district. Lutheran South Academy out of, out of Houston, 14-14-2, 10-4 in district. Uh, the Emory Winer School out of Houston, 10-9, 9-5 in district. And finishing fourth uh, for Saudi Catholic, 13-7, and 9-5. And then out of District 4, which we're familiar with because it's got the San Antonio schools, uh, St. Joseph Academy, Br uh, uh, Brownsville, the Bloodhounds, 17-6-1, 11-1. TMI, 17-4, uh, 10-2. Uh, San Antonio Christian, 12-9-1, 7-5. And St. Augustine Laredo, 7-12-1 and 6-6. Six and six. Uh, So I'm assuming you're going with, Brown, uh, with uh, you know, St. Joseph Brownsville or you think the that, school that, out of spring that, be a little, I think that'd be a tough game for, for so but I think they'll sweep they'll sweep by that one. I think they'll get the win on that one. Because of the travel or yeah. So San Antonio Christian travels to Lutheran South out of Houston. Uh 14, 14 and 2, 10 and 4 versus uh 12, 9 and 1, 7 and 5. Uh, seems like a pretty pretty balanced game between these two schools, at least record wise. Yeah, I think San Antonio Christian pulls off. They get the, they'll steal one on this one. TMI hosting the Emory Winer um, uh, out of Houston. TMI. And then St. Augustine Laredo going against um, uh, Monsignor Kelly. Uh, I'll go with Beaumont Kelly. I already knew that answer. <laughs> <laughs> Because we've we didn't we've never done a taps uh, bracketology, but we have talked about the taps playoffs, uh, you know, yeah. for that, and they're ones that historically go uh, pretty deep, deep. Uh, uh, when it comes to uh, the taps playoffs or the boys. Uh, so the regional on the twenty fifth, Southwest Legacy out of Fort Worth uh, hosting uh, Legacy Christian out of Frisco. Um, Legacy Christian's kind of the unknown, uh, unfortunately. Uh, for that here to, to kind of see how they they do. Uh, let me just, let me check. Uh, let me, hold on, let me see. Oh, they're on max preps. Yeah, that's what I'm pulling up here to see if they're on max preps because I hate not having any any information. Let's see. We're looking for a little little upset. Uh, Update for a halftime. Piper boys up one nothing over Swinson Valley boys. Ooh. Is that an upset? You think or no? That that could be that could be an upset. Like I said, with Piper being the upstart, you know, 
you know, first year in varsity play to get get a qual, you know, uh, a win over a regional quarterfinalist from last year, especially in six A, that speaks volume. That speaks volumes for your program. Yeah, I'm not seeing hardly. Let's see how to Frisco. So Christian Frisco. Yeah, they got a one and one yeah. record uh, for that here. The Bishop so Dean, and then they lost to North Central Texas. Yeah, there's there's no really no information on them at all, unfortunately, which is kind of unfortunately sad to see. Kind of have to wing it. Um, so we'll, we'll go with um, what was the record for? Um, was it on top? Southwest see, Christian, but, uh, yeah. 11, 3, 11, 3 and 1, 7 and 1 in district. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, I'll go with Southwest Christian. Coram Dio, Texas Storm, All Saints, Great, uh, Great Fine Faith, Fort Worth Christian, Bishop Doom, FWCD, TVS, Trinity Valley School. So, yeah, no, they haven't really played anybody uh, from UIL. So, but we're going to go with there. And then Grapevine Faith or uh, Grapevine Faith uh, traveling down to uh, St. Michael's. Mm -hmm. I, I think Grapevine gets on this one. Gets this one. Twelve and seven, and then really twelve, four, and three. So yeah, five and one. Yeah. So that sets up that. And then you have uh, St. Joseph Brownsville versus San Antonio Christian, and then TMI versus uh, Beaumont Kelly. Yeah, we'll go with uh, Brownsville St. Joseph, um, and then uh, Beaumont Kelly. Will I think they'll advance to the sem to the semifinals? So then Southwest Christian and Grapevine. Let's see their head to head here. Great find face. So Southwest Christian lost to them on February 6, 2 to 1 at Faith. But they beat them at home 2 to 1. So they each one they each won 2 to 1 on their home stadiums uh, for this. But this would be in at a neutral site. Neutral site. So we'll give this one to to the Fort Worth team. I think I think they they'll, they'll find a way to win on this one. And then are you giving the title to Beaumont or the team from Florida? Yeah, I think Beaumont's probably the – I think Beaumont Kelly's a class in this group. Well, hopefully here's hoping the ladies isn't as difficult to, with that here. So <laughs> uh, we got Legacy Christian again. Uh, so hold on one minute. Let's get this set up here. I got I got actually another update. Uh, another one of the big games, Swinson Valley girls at the half leading the Lady Piper uh, 
the, the, the girls from Piper 1-0. So close matchup. All right, so D2. All right, let's take a look here. So looking at the standings here. Oh, yeah, we actually got some, some information for... Uh, Hold on, let's double check here. Uh, actually, no, well, no information again for Legacy Christian. Yay. So how do they get into the playoffs? <laughs> Ooh. All righty here. So there's some, so we'll, we'll just go over the playoff teams here. So District 1 had three. Southwest Christian School out of Fort Worth, 10, 4, and 2, 7, 1 in District uh, the second seed, Grapevine Faith, 13-5-1, uh, 6-2. And, and then the third seed, uh, Liberty Christian out of Argyle, 8-9, uh, eight, nine, uh, 8 wins, 9 losses, 5-3 and three in district. Uh, looking over at District 2, uh, you had two, uh, three slots for them. Uh, Grace Community, 22-2-1, uh, 8-0 in district. Uh, Quorum Dio Academy out of Flower Mound, 6, 8, and 1, 5, and 3. Legacy Christian, uh, there's no record of uh, for that here. Moving over to uh, 3, um, flip this time, Regent School, 10, 3, and 1, 5, and 1. Um, although it says uh, St. Michael's finished second, um, although according to uh, Rink 1 Sports, 14, 2, and 1, 5, and 0. Oh. Uh, so I'm not sure how 5-0, I'm assuming there's probably a score that they didn't have updated Losses. for that here. And then moving over to ours, uh, our region here, District 4, uh, San Antonio Christian, 15-4-1, 10-0, TMI 10-8-1, 7-3, Coach Cano's uh, uh, St. Uh, Mary's Hall, 8-10, eight, 6-4, uh, eight, and, and then I think St. Mary's makes it right, or St. Anthony, pardon me, St. Anthony's. Anthony Catholic. Uh, seven, eight, uh, five, and five make it. Um, and then, but to me, the juggernaut probably is St. John's 23rd, XX, mm-hmm. 23rd, right? X 23rd, uh, C- college prep out of Katy, 22, 0 and 3, 14 and 0, uh, in, in, di- in district, uh, Fort Bend Christian Academy, uh, see here's finished second. 12 and 4, uh, 10 and 4, Lutheran South 18 and 6, 9 and 5, and the Emory Weiner 11 and 7 and 1, 9 and 6, uh, eased out uh, Beaumont Kelly uh, 15, 11, 8 and 6. So to me, District 5 looked like to be the powerhouse, at least uh, with yeah. uh, St. John's 23rd uh, for that here. But uh, uh, so we'll take a look, see here. Southwest. Uh, or Legacy Christian uh, out of both uh, Fort Worth and Frisco. Um, let me see on the can I see the, the bracket? Oh, sorry, my bad. So I'll go with the with the with the top seed. Like because Legacy Christian doesn't have any yeah. any record. So uh, for that here, to me this one here, St. Michael's Catholic. 
and Grace Community, uh, Grace Community 22 and 1, 8 and 0. Um, St. Michael's 14, 2 and 1, 5 and 0, although there's got to be a loss, uh, probably to Regents uh, along there somewhere uh, for that here. Uh, so St. Uh, Michael's of Austin would have to travel up to Tyler. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll go with Tyler, Grace Community. They're, like I said, they got an excellent record. Uh, Grapevine Faith. Uh, finished second, 13-5-1-6-2, hosting, uh, well, well, actually, I don't know who's hosting on this one because they're both second seeds. Let's see if it has it here. Yeah, it still says neutral. Well, it says neutral site, but it, I know there's okay. usually the, um, actually, hold on, let me just double check here. Things you don't know until you actually get into it. Division two. Yeah, one and two, two and two. Let's see. Let's see if Max Preps has anything. I wonder how that would be. Would you think it'd be a coin flip or? I think well, it probably might be a neutral site because it's yeah, in Flower Mound. Yeah, so it more likely yeah. Uh, they're going to meet somewhere near nearby since they're right next to each other. So I guess travel really doesn't matter in this case here. Yeah. So, um, so grapevine was 11, uh, 13, five and one, six and two, um, quorum Dio Academy out of flower mound, six, eight and one, five and three. So if you're looking at records, uh, probably grapevine faith. Yeah. Uh, through that here. Yeah. They'll, they'll have the little events. And then Liberty Christian Argyle and Regent School out of Austin. Uh, Liberty Christian, 8, 9, 5, and 3. Uh, Regent School, 10, 3, and 1, 5, and 1. So this is one of those, I think, um, do, you know, does the power of the, the Fort Worth schools, you know, do better? Because I, I hate to say it, the Austin schools, you know, it was just, you know, Regent, St. Michael's, uh, St. Dominic, uh, Savio, and Hyde Park. So, uh, mm -hmm. Probably not the best district, uh, you know, overall for regions. I'm gonna, I think I'll go with regions on this one. I think, I think they can pull this one out. So, on the other side, San Antonio Christian versus the Emory Winery, uh, out of Houston. I'll go with San Antonio Christian. Uh, we got to be careful with Coach Cano, St. Mary's <laughs> Hall, uh, and Fort Ben Christian out of uh, Sugarland. Uh, like I said, 12 and 4, 10 and 4. So they've done really well in district where uh, St. Mary's Hall, eight and 10, six and four. So obviously on a personal level, we got St. Mary's winning it all, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this might be a little tough challenge, but like I said, you know, and like you say, you never know what can happen in the playoffs, but like I said, you know, St. Mary's Hall does have to travel over there to Fort Bend. So I'm going to give it, I'm going to give the edge to Fort Bend on this one, on this one. TMI and Lutheran South. Uh, to me, I think this is kind of a, a interesting one. Uh, Lutheran uh, TMI eight, eight, ten, and one, seven and three. Um, Lutheran South eighteen, six, nine and five. Even though they are traveling to San Antonio, uh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna give the edge on this one to Lutheran South. And then Saint Anthony Catholic and uh, Saint John Twenty Third College Prep out of Katy. I'm assuming you're going to Saint John. Okay. Yeah. Are you going to St. John over Lutheran South as well? Yes. 
And let's see here. And then San Antonio Christian in Fort Bend. That's going to be a tough one there for San Antonio Christian. And it would be in San Antonio. Yeah, I, I, I'll give them the edge on that one. I think it'll be a close. Uh, I've seen San, San Antonio Christian play. They have they have a really good four. That's a good midfielders. I think they have enough for them to get, get by. Like I said, you know the Sugarland team is going to be a is going to be a, a a test for them. But I think they can get by on this one. So you went with San Antonio Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, Southwest Christian and uh, out of Fort Worth or Grace Community out of Tyler. This is an interesting matchup here because you got the East Texas versus uh, Southwest Christian and Southwest Christian's record. What was their record again? Twelve four or yeah, ten, pardon me, ten four and two seven and one in district. Uh, Grace Community uh, was 22, 2 and 1, 8, eight no. So, um, yeah, this could be a little, I, I think, a competitive game. But I think Grace Community just squeaks by on this one. Grapevine Faith, uh, you know, 13, 5, 1, 6 and 2. Um, or are you still rolling with Regents out of Austin? I think Grapevine will take care of this one. So great, uh, great. Uh, I mean, Grace Community out of Tyler or Grapevine Faith. Another tough, tough matchup, but I'm gonna go with uh, Grace. And then San Antonio Christian or St. John Twenty Third. Uh, St. John Twenty Third. And you got St. John winning it, or you got Grace? Yeah, I think, uh, I think I, this will be a good. This is gonna be a really good game, but I think St. John's gonna come out on this one. All right, so Division Two winners, we got Beaumont Kelly uh, for the boys, and then for the girls, uh, out of Katie, uh, out of St. John Twenty Third uh, College Prep. So, right here, so that would be interesting. And then moving to. And this uh, it's going to be another odd bracket setup uh, due to the uneven of schools here for District Three. We're doing the girls here, not having on the girls here. So, come on. And then, one second here. So I'm going to give you D3. All right, so looking at this bracket here, so out of D1, uh, the convent school out of Dallas, the Knights, uh, 13 and 4, uh, 9 and 1 in district, uh, McKinley Christian. Uh, 
14 and 1, 9 and 1 as well. And then is there another one? Yeah, okay. And then the Convent uh, Christian Academy out of Colleyville, the Cougars, 7 and 6, 6 and 4 uh, through there. And then so District 2, you got Dallas Christian uh, Mesquite, uh, the Lady Chargers, 9 and 3, 5 and 0. Uh, for that here, how many come out of two? two. Lake Hill Prep, nine and two, seven and two. Uh, Brook Hill uh, finished in third, eight, seven and two, six and three. And then I think, uh, and then, then out of uh, four, uh, finished fourth, Prince of Peace out of Carrollton, uh, four and nine, four and five. Uh, for that here, so that covers that side, right? Oh, District Three. District three is going to be Austin and Waco here. Uh, finishing first, Brentwood Christian, nine, two, and one, nine, and one in district. Uh, finishing second. Uh, three, two. Uh, Veritas Academy, uh, eight, six, and one, eight, and two. And then the San Juan Diego uh, Catholic out of Austin eight and six seven and three uh, for that here and I think that covers it right oh and uh, Live Oak Classical uh, finished fourth and uh, they uh, finished four and six uh, on that side there moving over to yeah moving over to. Uh, our side of the bracket, JP2 out of shirts, uh, the Guardians 23, 4 and 1, 8 and 0. Um, Geneva schools 14 and 2, 7 and 2. Uh, the Atonement Academy finished fourth, 8, 8, 1, 5 and 5. And New Braunfels Christian 6 and 3. And then in District 5. Uh, so they also got four. So Cypress Christian 17, 5 and 2, 14 and 0. Logos Prep Academy out of Sugarland, 17, 14, 12 and two in district. Uh, Northland Christian, uh, eight and five and Westbury Christian School, six and eight uh, for that here. So let me just make sure. Yeah, so that one. Uh, initially, I thought it was gonna be the British International School out of Houston, but uh, they did. Oh, oh, this is one of those where, cause what makes the, the this round special is they had a district tournament to settle uh, settle it here. So if you're looking at records, actually Westbury Christian played their way into the playoffs over the British International School of Houston uh, to knock them out there because actually um, looking at, at district wins, uh, British International would actually finish ahead. So that's kind of interesting mm -hmm. uh, for that here. So on our side of the bracket here, uh, on this side here, there's no by district play. Everybody gets a buy. However, <clears throat> on the other side here, you know, on the DFW side here, uh, there are a couple of play-ins. Uh, Brook Hill uh, finished third out of D2. Um, eight, seven, and two will host uh, Live Oak Classical out of Waco. Uh, for that here, and they were four and six, and that's all that they had played here. So, um, Brook Hill, um, the Lady Guard, um, going with them. Yeah, we should go. Yeah, Brook Hill, nothing about Vance. And then McKinley Christian, 
let's see here. They finished uh, 14 and 1, 9 and 1. They get Prince of Peace Carrollton, uh, 4 and 9. So I'm assuming we're going with uh, McKinley Christensen. Yeah. And uh, Covent Christian Colleyville, uh, second here. Colleyville, someone, three, so it's here. Um, there you finish seven and six, San Juan Catholic out of Houston, eight, six, seven, and three. I'm not sure because this is another one of those that have the three seeds mm, uh, against each other. Going against with these two, Colleyville and Austin. I don't believe are super close. Let's see if the bracket has, you'd think that the bracket would have details on this one. Yeah, still to, to be to be determined. Um, that could be a neutral site game. I wouldn't be surprised if they play maybe in Waco. Yeah, info says neutral, neutral site, so yeah. Because there, there's no seed favored on that, right? So that would... yeah. I would so, think Colleyville will win that game. Colleyville. All right. So then the convicts, the ones pretty, um, the, you know, if my memory serves me right, they have a pretty good history in this tournament as well, correct? Yes. So you got convict versus Brook Hill, convict 13 and 4, 9 and 1. Um, and then Brook Hill finished third, uh, 8 and 7, 6 and 3. We'll go with a comment. Uh, Veraz Academy out of uh, Austin and Dallas Christian Mystique. Um, I'll go with Dallas Christian. Well, what's the record for Veritas Academy? They're eight and six and one, eight and two in district uh, for that yeah. year. Uh, Dallas Christian, nine and three, five and zero oh, uh, in district. Yeah, we'll go with Dallas Christian. Although I don't think that they have all their matches uh, recorded here uh, for here. Uh, McKinley Christian uh, finished second, uh, 14 and one, nine and one uh, against Lake Hill Prep, uh, which was nine and two, seven and two uh, for that here. That's going to be a real close game. But I'll give that one McKinney. And Convent Christian Colleyville or Brentwood Christian out of Austin. Uh, Brentwood nine two and one, and let's see here. Uh, Convent uh, seven and six, six and four, based on the records here, would be in Austin. Yeah, I think I would go with Brentwood. Moving to our side of the bracket here, so JP two and Westbury Christian out of Houston. Uh, we'll go JP2. Uh, New Bond for Christian and La uh, Logos Prep uh, out of Sugarland. Uh, 17, 14, 12, and 2 um, through there. And New Bond for Christian finished strong at 12 and 5, 6 and 3. Uh, I'm just trying to see who Logo Prep is, if they played anybody. They played Incarnate Word and lost. Lost to Atonement Academy, beat Holly Cross. Uh, beat uh, TMI two to one there in Lutheran South. So they did play quite a few games. Yeah. Yeah. So. 
I think I think they'll have the edge on that one. The legacy over in the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Genevieve or Northern Land Christian. Northern Land was 13, 9, and 1, 8, and 5. And Geneva, 14, and 2, 7, and 2. And Geneva's uh, been one of the better uh, girls girl programs, at least this year, for uh, the TAPs here in San Antonio area. Yeah, I think Geneva can own this one. Like I said, they've, they've, got, they've gotten to a little streak, even though they had that loss with shirts, but they gave them a game during that district play. Then Cypress Christian out of Houston hosts the Atonement Academy. Cypress Christian, 17-5 and 2, 14 and 0 uh, in district. And then uh, the Atonement Academy, 8-8 and 1, 5 and 5. And I know Coach Connor said uh, they've improved a lot this year uh, from the previous year. But do you think that they got enough to travel on the road and beat the uh, top seed out of District 5? Uh, I think Cypress will take care of business in the event. So the convent in Dallas, uh, Christian Mystique, or Adam Mystique. I think the convent will win that one. Uh, McKinley Christian and Brentwood Christian out of Austin. I think I think McKinley's going to win that. One. McKinley's going to win that one. So that would be that would be in Austin, though, right? Most mm-hmm. likely. But I think McKinley might have a little bit more. The the DFW magic. Yeah. And then on the other side, JP2 and Logos? Uh, JP2. It'll be a close game. I think JP2 will pull it out. And then Geneva traveling to Cyprus Christian? That'll be Cyprus. So then set, it sounds like it sets up a pretty exciting uh, final, you know, final four-ish, uh, uh, if we can say that legally, um, on, you know, on the 28th here. The Comet versus uh, McKinley Christian? Yeah, that'll be the Comet. JP2 and Cyprus. You know, I, I like JP2, but I think my, this might be the year for Cyprus. I think I think they've they've been some good quality teams. You know, not to say that same, uh, you know, JP2 hasn't, but I think Cyprus might be the year for Cyprus to knock them off. Ooh. But are you picking Cyprus to win the title, or are you picking uh, the combat? I, I think. I think the comment pulls this one off in a close one. So let me ask you this. I know we, the picks are in, but if it's JP2 shirts versus the comment, does that change? I, I think that could, because they've played each other. They're very, like I said, they, they've exchanged the titles a couple times already. Um, like I said, Cypress could be the fourth be, one, right? Yeah, it'd be the fourth one. And and I would give the edge to, to JP2 on that one. But I think Cypress, I think, what they've done, like I said, you know, they've done well this season. I think this could be the year for them to get into the final, but I think the common sense they've been there already. Another another final, I think they'll have the edge on that one. So that'd be interesting because really, uh, do you give a lot of weight to McKinney or, or no? McKinney will, will give them a challenge. Like I said, they, I'm sure they have some, some like I said, the, the, the record speaks for themselves of what they've done. I think they've played some tough competition up in the Metroplex area, but same thing goes with the, the Covenants. So they I, I think, in the end, the Covenants has has that pedigree as far as the ex, playoff experience. They've been there, and so forth. And I think, like I said, they'll I think they'll find a way to win. All right, moving over to the boys. Let's do it here. One second here. Let's get this set up here. Any uh, scores update that you got? Uh. Let's see. 
trying to see some who else is out there trying to get some nothing just yet there's still like I said there's still actually now there's an up uh, uh, Piper boys now have taken a two nothing lead over Spencer Valley boys so upset alert there that's what your second or third ranked team for, uh, oh that's for the oh, this is boys oh boys yeah the girls were down one nil against the Spencer Valley girls. Spencer Valley girls were, were number two in my in the rankings. All right, here we go. All right, so let's just go over the so one second here. One got four, one through four, four, two, four. Three got five. All right, so district one has Four teams in. So the convent, uh, 16, 5, 13, and 1. Uh, convent Christian Academy out of Colleyville, 15 and 1, 13 and 1. Um, Pantego Christian Academy out of Arlington, 12, 5, and 1, uh, 10 and 4. And then let's look at here. And McKinley Christian Academy. Seven and nine, seven and seven. So it looks like the convent and school out of Dallas and convent Christian Academy out of Colleyville, uh, pretty good seasons. They're there. District two, Brook Hill, 15, two, one, nine and one. Prince of Peace out of Carrickton, same uh, 15, two, nine and one in district. Uh, Coram Dio Academy out of Plano, um, 10, six, one, seven and four. And, and All Saints. Uh, out of Tyler, uh, six and four, uh, both district and overall uh, for that here. District three has, just make sure, five schools. Yeah, so they got five schools in. So Brentwood Christian, 11, three, one, eight and one, uh, Veritas Academy, uh, nine and three, eight and one in district. Hill Country Christian High School uh, out of Austin, 12 and 3, 4 and 3. And then Concordia High out of Pflugerville, uh, 662. And then Vanguard College uh, Prep out of Waco, uh, 5, 5, 1, 4 and 4. So that's that side of the bracket. Then moving over to our side here, uh, District 4. Uh, New Bonneville Christian Academy, 11, 1, and 1, 8, and 1. Incarnate Word out of Corpus, 11, and 5, 7, and 2. The Atonement Academy, uh, 9, 6, uh, 7, and 2. And Geneva School, 7, and 9, uh, 4, and 5. 
for that here. Um, out of District 5, or District 5, let's see, 5, 1, 5, 2. So they got three. So Lutheran High, 8 and 3, 8 and 2. Cypress Christian School, 7, 4, 2, 7 and 3. St. Joseph, 6, 4, out of Bryan. Uh, St. Joseph's Catholic School, out of Bryan, 6 and 4, 6 and 4. And then out of District 6, um, looks like that they got... Oh, there's four schools there uh, from there. So the fifth one would be Northland Christian, six and eight, five and five for that here. And then out of District Six, uh, British International, 13, 2, 11, 1, St. Thomas Episcopal School out of Houston, 14, 4 and 1, 11, 1, Bay Area Christian uh, out of League City, 10, 7 and 1, 7 and 5, and Logos Prep uh, out of Sugarland, 7 and 5, 7 and 5. So this is kind of an odd bracket to, to kind of go through here. So, uh, I, I think I think we're going to favor <laughs> the title coming out of this side here uh, for here. So the convent uh, gets a buy. Um, Coral Dio out of Plano versus Hill Country Austin uh, for that here. So Hill Country was twelve and three, four and three in district. Uh, Coral Dio out of Plano ten six and one seven and four. Um, Plano would host Chrome Deal would would host uh, due to be in the higher seed. Yeah, uh, but I think I think the Plano team might have a little bit more. I think there's that's one of the upsets you have there. Would it be it? Well, actually, they're both third seeds. Might be a neutral yeah. site game, huh? Yeah, you'd still favor them. Yeah, I still favor them. Uh, Veritas Academy. Uh, Let's see here. Veritas was nine and three, eight and one. Um, and All Saints, All Saints. Uh, where are the All Saints was six and four uh, through there here. So you give the advantage uh, to Veritas Academy out of Austin yeah. since Tyler has to travel. Yeah, we'll go that. We'll go that to them. And then Convent uh, Christian Colleyville. Uh, 15 and 1, thir 13 and 1 in district. Um, Vanguard College Prep out of Waco, 5, 5, and 1, 4 and 4. So I'm assuming you're going with the Colleyville. Uh, Colleyville, right? yeah. Uh, McKinney Christian Academy, uh, 7 and 9, 7 and 7 against uh, Prince of Peace out of Carrollton, uh, 15 and 2, 9 and 1, uh, you know, out of district 2. We go with Prince of Peace. And then Concordia High School out of Pflugerville, uh, six six two five and four, and Pentego Christian Academy uh, twelve five one ten and four. So Pflugerville would have to. Well, I guess that's not a big travel, right? Pflugerville to Arlington. Well, no, Pflugerville to Austin. Drive. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, yeah that's. So we'll go to Arlington on that one. So New Braunfels gets a bye. Uh, St. Joseph uh, Catholic uh, out of Bryan. Um, six and four, probably a neutral site game against, because uh, two-thirds seeds again, um, against uh, Bay Area Christian, 10-7 and one, seven and five. So it looks like a pretty even, mm. even match between, you know, third seeds between Districts 5 and District 6. 
Um, Brian and, and League City, well, different sides of Houston, right? So yeah, uh, for there, so there so is I'll a little with, bit of travel through there. Yeah, I go with League City on that one. League City, and then a Carnivore out of Corpus, eleven and five. The Angels and seven and two in District hosting Sugarland Logos Prep, six. Uh, seven and five. Uh, you know, in overall and league based on based on the records here. Uh, that might be a tricky game there because of the of the districts. Uh, I'll get I'll give Corpus the edge. I think they squeak by that one, being being the host. But don't be surprised. That could be I could, that could be an upset there. Geneva. Hosting or not hosting, traveling to Cypress Christian out of Houston. Uh, Cypress Christian seven four and two seven and three, uh, Geneva seven and nine four and five. Um, so I guess it kind of depends how much weight that you put yeah. between districts four and districts five. Although uh, it is a traveling day for Bernie, so I'm going to give the edge on that one on Cypress. And then he had Toman Academy hosting Northland Christian out of Houston. Toman nine six seven and two, and then that's five. Uh, Northland six and eight, five and five uh, in there. So do you give um, Houston some love, or are you giving uh, San Antonio uh, some love as far as from the Atonement? I think I'm thinking Atonement continues on on, their, on the season here. I think it's a great season for them. You know, making from that transition from fall to to winter soccer. So. In year two, so they'll get to the to the next round. All right, so then that brings us to the area round next Tuesday: the Convent versus uh, Corum Dio Plano, uh, or Corum Dio out of Plano. Uh, I'm assuming you're going with the Convent. Yeah. Uh, Veritas Academy traveling to Brook Hill. Uh, we haven't talked a lot about Brook Hill. Fifteen, two and one, nine and one, uh, one first place in District Two. Oh, Brook Hill. And then Comet Christian Colleyville and Prince of Peace in Carrollton. I'm assuming this will probably be neutral site. Yeah. That's going to be a tough one, to, tough one there because they're two quality teams Prince, there. Prince of Peace, 15-2, and 9-1. And, um, and then Convent, 15-1, and 13-1. and one. So, yeah, this, good luck on picking this one. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll get I'll get want to give this one an edge to Colleyville. I think I think they'll get this one. Colleyville. And then all right, I have a feeling how you're gonna go, but uh we'll, we'll ask anyway. Uh Pentego Christian out of Arlington, uh finished third out of that tough uh, district one, 12 and five and one, ten and four. Um against Brentwood Christian, uh finished first out of the Austin Austin area. Uh, 11, 3 and 1, 8 and 1, uh, along those lines here. Knowing you, I have mm. a feeling you're leaning Arlington. Is that true or no? No, I think I think Brentwood gets this one. I think if ah. they're, they're going to host this one, I think they're they'll good. get this one. It'll be a tough one we'll for them, but I think being at home, I think they get this one. Well, I was a little surprised on that uh, for there. Uh, so moving over to the other side, New Braunfels Christians hosting Bay Area Christian out of League City. So this is another one, tough one. Is it? I'm gonna I'm gonna give the edge to New Braunfels Christian. I think they can get. I can. I think they can get this one. But it wouldn't shock you if League City came over and upset yeah. them. 
St. Thomas uh, East Fiscal and Lutheran High North. Lutheran High, we yeah. haven't really talked a lot about. Eight and three, eight and two. Um, St. Uh, Thomas, uh, 14, four and one, 11 and one. So probably uh, St. Thomas. This is a, it'll be a tough tough one, but I think St. Thomas pulls this one off. Because there's really no travel on that one, right? Yeah. Uh, I think I think from here you're probably going to go. Uh, well, actually, uh, yeah. I'm gonna say yeah, I'm gonna I believe go you're going to lean to Cyprus just because you yeah. how you mentioned about the Corpus Christi, uh, the yeah. kind of word from them, and then uh, British International School or the Atonement Academy. Yeah. Uh. I guess the three lions are probably going to advance on this one. That's the British, British school. I'm sure they probably yeah, has some British players there too. <laughs> <laughs> their nickname is Boy Soccer, according to the thing here. But 13 and two, 11 and one uh, along those lines here. So uh, that would set up a all all Houston final on that side there. So over here, I'm assuming this is probably uh, you know the match of of the rounds here. Uh, the convent versus uh, Brook Hill. Yeah, 15, two and one, nine and one, and 16 and five, 13 and one. Yeah, I'll give the edge to co the convent. I think I think they pulled this one out. This will probably be one of the uh, game going into overtime. And then would be in Austin because they're the higher seed. Convent mm -hmm. Christian out of Colleyville, uh, traveling down to Brentwood. I think Colleyville pulls this one off. And then New Braunfels Christians or St. Thomas? St. Thomas. So you got Houston versus, uh, Houston versus Houston shaping up here. And then Cypress Christian or British International? Uh, British International. So we'll go with this one here. St. Thomas or British Inter International? So that's six. Let's see how they faced head up here. So, British International lost to St. Thomas on the 15th, 3-1 to one in a makeup game from December. And that looks to be the only time that they play. I wonder if they play like an in, in, in like a like a tournament. Oh, uh, here's a STE. Uh, here's a STE at Bish Turfield four no on January twenty sixth. So they probably changed it. So STE has to be that St. Thomas East football. So uh, they beat mm -hmm. them on January twenty sixth four zero. Probably at Thurfield lost three to one um, at St. Thomas. Uh, but this would be a neutral site game. I'll, I'll give the answer to St. Thomas. I think they'll get this one. Uh, all right, so then let's take a look here between one and two out of District One. Let's see how they have this. So, Colleyville College, oh, uh, the Comet lost to them uh, February 6th. Um, but they did beat them. Oh, it's weird, the road team won each match. Uh, they beat so, um, the convent beat them in Colleyville 4-3 on January 12th, um, but uh, Colleyville got the uh, revenge um, on February 6th, 3-2. So these th these two games have been very tight. 
Uh, one goal games, lots of offense, it looks like here. Did we lose you, Rafa? I think we lost Rafa. Uh, I guess I'll be the one making the call here. I think that one should go to, I think the Covenant will go to that one. The Covenant? Oh, you're back. I was going to actually go Colleyville. <laughs> I, I was going to pull the upset here. So then you got the convent or St. Thomas. I'm assuming you're going with the Dallas schools, right? No matter which one the, wins. Yeah, the convent, yeah. It'll be, it'll be a good game, but I think convent, yeah. I think the boys and the girls, I think they'll make the clean sweep here. So here, you know, so, you know, and, and this kind of wraps it up here. So we got um actually i think convent winning both the boys mm -hmm. and girls out of uh division three so i guess here's my question here for you and this might be something the next time we we get with uh um you know with coach Cano. would it be better to kind of because how they to me like in colorado and, and other areas they have kind of like seating points, you know, like college basketball RPI points along those lines. Would that, especially for these schools here, um, not saying travel expenses aren't expensive, but where it's mostly in this triangle area between Dallas, Fort Worth, San Antonio, um, Houston, having it kind of broke up. And the reason why I bring it out is obviously, you know, like you know, going through, you know, having, you know, the convent in Brook Hill, the convent, you know, you know, along those lines here, especially on the boys side. I wonder if it would be better if you went kind of, you know, like uh, a truer, truer market where you kind of rank them one through X, X number of teams. And then that way you kind of play that way. Do you think that would be maybe a little bit better, fairer path? Because no offense, but it seems like that the, you know, at least at the D3 level that we just went through, mo the, the talented schools in the DFW knock each other out. Does that make mm -hmm. sense? Yeah, I mean, it, I think it goes the same way, like we even like with the UIL, like with Region 1 and mm -hmm. Re in Region 2. I mean, they, they knock up, you know, some of the top teams are probably, if they were Region 3 or 4, probably would make the state tournament. You know, I, I think that's, but I mean, I, I'm only talking about when you get to the state tournament. So, yeah. So you finished, you know, one through four in your in your district, or one through three, whatever. But then those three teams, you know, get it, you know, you know, those three or four teams, then go into a ranking based on mm -hmm. points and you know caliber of wins, RPI. Because you know, let's be honest, for football they do it; they have a tracking for it. So there is a. To me, there's got to be a formula that they can use for soccer as well, and I think both for UIL and TAPS, I think it would you'd get a better set of playoffs, um, and you know, especially where there's what two three days between matches. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's not like basketball where you turn around and 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 burn except for the finals here where what you have 28th. You know, I hate how they have it on the you know 25th, 28th, and the first. Uh, you know, for you know, for uh, UIL or pardon me for taps, but I, I just I think <clears throat> like like what you're saying. Sorry, I, I just think for me, it would you'd get more of a balance, and you'd you'd 
you know, the, 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 the better teams, you wouldn't knock each other out. So I think you get, I think you get a better tournament in my opinion. Kind of like the NCAA tournament doing the seedings like that. And when they're doing March madness, I, I think, I think the big, I think the big issues, like I said, the travel, but I think if maybe if they do that, that route, they would have to probably play every weekend, you know, probably a Saturday. So that way it doesn't cut into, you know, you know, you know, class time and so forth. But there's forth. not that much. Tra- if you're yeah. going from San Antonio to Houston or San Antonio to Dallas or yeah. vice versa, it's not like going from El Paso to Houston where it's an eight hour, yeah, you know, eight to 10 hour trip. Unless you yeah, like um, that, Beaumont Kelly playing at, at at Cathedral in El Paso, that'll probably be the longest trip for a playoff game. But um, I mean, I think I think if they do if they do do it, you know, they probably have to play one game, one playoff game a weekend. I think that's probably the best route to do it. Or even, you know, you have those teams, you know, within that, you know, that bracket, you know. You know they play like I said. One of them is getting a a buy, so you play at a neutral or play at their or their place, and the, the other two teams that were you know are that are playing each other are going to play the, the team with the buy. They play at that play at that mm-hmm. place, and then whoever wins the next day they play they play. I think maybe that could be probably the best route, and they play every like a like a Friday Saturday all the way till they went until they get to the you know to the to the state semifinals. That's a possibility there. Um, but if you could sort, you know, find a way to the seat them right, but you know, we know, not sure how taps, uh, works on these things. Or it just, it's, it's, it, it seems odd. Yeah. It just, it's, there's not a consistency, you know, in, in the brackets. And I know it depends on different number of teams in each, you know, each district along those yeah. lines. And that's why to me, yeah, you could have, Hey, your qualifiers are through here. But then once you have once you make the playoffs, to me I think that's where you could go with with you know with you know because if you go to um, uh, Max Preps they have a ranking of teams you know however mm-hmm. however that they calculate it you have your RPI you know thing that you do with the fifty fifty podcast you know Lethal has you know his 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 way of kind of balancing things out so. There, there is a method to be able to do it, and, and you know the the schools and districts would have to, you know, agree to you know, hey, this this would work. But I think for me that would be something that would, would be interesting to, to kind of see them develop uh, develop for it. And it, to me, it's about getting the best, hopefully the best team, the best game, the best games, the best team, you know, best teams, you know, you know, at at the state tournament along those lines for that. So so the reason why I bring it up. Mm-hmm. Like I guess like maybe that's something you know maybe they can look in the future because I think them having less teams in playoffs it's it's a possibility they could do it but I think that the issue is going to be you know the seeding who actually gets the number one overall seed compared to like to the other ones and you know how they're going to factor in as far as dis- you know with district play who had the tougher district you know and if they have think- the coaches the coaches vote for it that's a possibility you know out of the coaches vote who they think is number one and so, or they make a committee, you know, out of it to select who's the over one or, you know, your top four seeds and, you know, and maybe out of that they can host, you know, kind of like, like I said, with, with March Madness, they have the, those regional sites, 
And then there you find out who really has. I do it for football and basketball as well, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, along those lines, you know, to where you could put it in quads, you know, saying, hey, these four teams travel up, you know, play a Thursday, Saturday type situation, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, because, you know, it's not like when I went to school, you know, when you miss school, you miss school. Now, if you you left Thursday evening and traveled or, you know, through there, you know, that Friday technically could still have, you know, class online through Zoom and and, and Mm -hmm. stuff like that if if needed. Um, Just to me, it's something that I would I would like to see it, though, you get a little bit more level of consistency. But I thought it was interesting. We'll see how we do uh, on the uh, the bracketology. Uh, Thank you for everybody that's tuned in. Uh, So here is kind of a warm up. First time we've done taps, and, and like I said here, I think next time I'll have to do a little bit more research on the actual records uh, for that here, um, just for the fact that uh, um, the website was good, but you know, like the 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 one school that had no recording, you know, maybe try to reach out to them if possible, but it just seemed just seemed odd. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe taps need to invest on an app, maybe kind of like they got soccer that way they can put all the games and records in there that way everything can be on track and so forth um so well we say that about so, the uil as well uil so too just a tap system. This no, just a tap it's system. a whole, overall high school text yeah <laughs> high school soccer issue here for both for both taps and uil i guess say yeah there's some teams that didn't input their games and then finally they put them in oh i'm, I'm not, i have this record when <laughs> we get surprised when we do the rankings and so forth so so it'll be interesting to see who who comes out on this. If we get, like I said, the ones we picked. Like I said, you know, with tap soccer, I'm you know talking with Coach Cano, there are some very good competitive teams. Like as you mentioned, like with Ursuline, they've been the dominant team for the girls, you know, for the D1, the 6A. Um, and like I said, hopefully, like shirts, you know, John Paul, GP2, you know, they get, you know, they won it last year. Could they do it again? You know, I know they'll have some tough tests. You know, even though I may not pick them, but my heart. Hopefully, they they can they can go in and get and get the final, you know, get the title back. And same thing with Central Catholic because I think this is their kind of like a redemption tour for them. And I, I think they have, I have they have all the pretty much, you know, the the drive to to get back where they were. With especially when like they had Jose Gallegos leading them to those championships. Any final thoughts, whether it's high school or Real Madrid related or anything? We haven't touched on Real Madrid uh, f- from you in a while, so uh, figure you know, Just, you know, we can throw it in here. <laughs> yeah, well, they did win that World Club Championship, so they got that, and they had a, uh, another win midweek. I think they play Liverpool coming up for Champions League. Yes. Um, so that's coming up. Um, Story out of La Liga about Barcelona paying off the refs. <laughs> uh, that's being investigated. Um, the, that doesn't look good for La, La Liga, especially for Barcelona. Um, and then Man City with their little financial issues <laughs> couldn't possibly lose some points. Oh, so interesting uh, following uh, SA underscore 28 SA high school and club soccer. Uh, 11 minutes ago, uh, Piper retook the lead three to two. Uh, with six minutes left, uh, right after uh, Smithson Valley uh, equalized it two two at the seventh, at uh, the 17th minute. So, 
Uh, game may be over, but he hasn't updated as of yet. But uh, that looks like uh, living up to be one of the games games of the year. Yeah, that was like I said. There was a, there was a couple key games tonight, and the like we said that the Taft girls they got a two one win over Brennan, um, and then they got that showdown with O'Connor coming up on Tuesday. I, I think if Taft girls win beats O'Connor, I think they have a lock on that on that district title for twenty nine six A. Uh, big game tomorrow. Tomorrow at, at noon, the rematch: Brandeis versus Lee at Gustafson Stadium. That's going to be, you know, can, you know, last year Brandeis knocked off Lee at you know at you know at their home field, and and it kind of threw things off as far as in, in that district city. Or you know, is Lee gonna, you know, learn from the first game? Which I think they had a little edge on that. It was it was like I said, it was you know it was pretty even in the you know for a while, but. Lee started kind of getting a little more chances, and they did miss a penalty kick, and and then that, like I mentioned, that could haunt them back, you know, for not being able to equalize, you know, to get that in. But you know, I think Coach Rogers, you know, I think he'll have him ready for this game, and and lots of riding on the line. You know, Brandeis has to win this game to at least, you know, get into that in the race for the, for the district title, because like I said, they still have the showdown with. With Reagan down the road, and the same thing with Lee, they got to have that rematch again. So it's between those three teams, and uh, the other districts, like I mentioned, um, uh, Bernie. I just saw the Bernie girls they had a big win again, so they're chugging along. And uh, Kennedy, no I think, and then I think the Kennedy girls got a positive result. They actually tied Lavernia, so they oh. ma- they maintain they maintain that. Um, that that district lead for you know that's and that's a surprise too you know we the favorite you know coming in was going to be the Lavernier girls, but kudos to the Kennedy Lady Rockets you know that's a that's a great result for them, you know to maintain the lead and you know that's a little, a little another setback for Lavernier getting two ties in a row and we'll see what what happens when they play again and Southwest just just eked by by their uh, after that big win over Harlandale. <laughs> uh, Talk about talk about rivalry games, you know, against Legacy. They just squeaked by Legacy one zero, and that would have been something done. there. That would have been something that would be the end of that winning streak for that, you know, for for their, you know, in that district, their district. So, um, but hey, get kudos to Legacy for not rolling over and you know giving them a, giving them a game. So I think I think Southwest are probably maybe it was a little letdown because of that game, that big game with Harlandale. But I think they'll bounce back, and I think they'll take care of business and win, and win the district title. So, uh, show Thursday again, the twenty third, seven thirty, mm-hmm. right? No, nope. uh, no, I'll be no, live, uh, live from. Where yeah, I'll be live, live from? from Waco, Texas. <laughs> Ooh, I'll be in Waco. No uh, power, no. Rafa Power Fifteen this week. Just no, the, we'll uh, wait a bit. Just the standings. Yeah, we'll wait a bit to the standings, and then two weeks, like I said, we'll have the rankings again. And there, there, I'll be live from. I'll be live in Laredo for that one. <laughs> so I'm on the road for these next few weeks, and then I'll be back home for most of all, all pretty much all March. So, so for get, the playoffs, so, yeah. So, so the schedule kind of worked out in a bit, so that way I don't have to do much traveling until probably maybe after, after the you know the U.S. season's over, and maybe. Um, but. Some great action, like I said. I think it's starting. Things are starting to heat up. We're starting to see the teams who's who's pulling away, who's the contender, and who's like I said, quote unquote, the pretenders on these teams. You know, and 
Um, still plenty of great soccer. And, and like I said, there's some races that are going to probably come down to the last couple games. And then we see a couple of those districts. And But that's great. And, you know, we have – you know, we have some great. You know, that's that shows the quality of soccer. I think I think it's gone up a uh, a lot more this year. Some, especially some of these teams have really kind of raised the bar and are playing at a, a, a phenomenal level. Like I'm, you know, shout out to like I said, like Piper, Piper. Both the boys and the girls are playing awesome. You know, and same thing with like, like Smithson Valley girls and the boys. You know, they've bounced back. Um, um, you're looking at teams like. Right. Um, like yeah, like I said, like the Bernie girls, they've dominated and the boys too. Uh, but you know, also you got to keep an eye out. Like I said, teams like Davenport, you know, Wimberley, yeah, and Lee. Lee so, I think Lee's on a little redemption. I think for what happened last year, I think they've they settled some a lot of things. So next show that we're going to be doing uh, Sunday, uh, the San Antonio FC fan cast uh, for that here. Uh, Royce, me, you. Uh, I don't believe Robert's going to be in because he's uh, he's got a, was it a Brahma's game? But the Brahma's game kicks off mid afternoon, so at two, yeah. So he'd probably be back two. in time, hopefully. <laughs> well, he may be back, but he may not be back because uh, I have a feeling Robert will be consuming some some adult. He might have a little uh, too much fun <laughs> with the rock. <laughs> so it looks like that there's going to be quite a bit to talk about with San Antonio FC. There's the Tulsa match. There was one player, Carlos Mercado, returned. You got to kind of feel bad for him because he missed the championship year for mm-hmm. some odd reason. Uh, but he's back. Uh, he was announced this week. Uh, they came out with the promo schedule. Uh, you know, league's back on ESPN officially, or reports are. Um, USL put out an article about pro referees, so I'm assuming that's back on, mm-hmm. based on how it was written. Um, you know, you know, you know, the league never officially said they weren't going pro referees, but there were whispers of it. So, uh, a lot to talk about on San Antonio uh, FanCast here, San Antonio FC FanCast. So, uh, tune in around 7:30 Sunday on these channels, as well as the San Antonio FC Twitter and Facebook page as well. Rafa, uh, like I said here, was fun. Might have to see if we can recruit somebody else next time, maybe uh, <laughs> a little bit up north in the DFW area that, that has a little bit of knowledge on, on the, the TAP schools up there because um, I know both you and Coach Cano mentioned uh, that, you know, that is the powerhouse when it comes to TAPs and, and probably um, UIL as well uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to soccer. So, Yeah, we're starting to see that. You, you, like with, with my rankings with the 50-50 podcast, he's – my top two teams are, or three teams are in the DF, well, DFW area, except for yeah, the boys. The boys, I do have boys. I have Lake Travis. So, um, like I said, they've been actually tonight. They're playing Westlake, so we'll see what kind of result they they come out on that. But yeah, girls' side, and they said it's been it's been all all DFW, and you know who's to say? Hopefully, well, like I said, hopefully one of our taps teams here in San Antonio. Like I said, with boys or girls, you know, does end up getting the you know we're rooting for you guys, you know. Like I said, we're making these picks, but we're still rooting for you. We want you guys to hopefully prove everybody wrong and and get and get those state titles back over here because we like to have the hardware here, like just like San Antonio FC. <laughs> and, and just to let you know, uh, JP two uh, on the ladies' side, I had you going through, but Rafa is the uh, the official picker for the show here, so <laughs> that's why I did the pushback. <laughs> So, but uh, Rafa, it was fun. Uh, like I said, here we get to do this. What about a month from now, right? Yeah, about a month. Uh, yeah, there's some certifications, so. I think, on the 20th, I, I believe. Um, 
for UIL. So the playoffs should start. Uh, let me see. I have, I have the dates here. Uh, the 20th, they probably they would start the Thursday, Friday, right? Yeah. The, so the district certification. Yeah, district certifications March 21st. So and then the 23rd through the 25th is the first uh, round of the playoffs. So right, yeah. like I said, four days after that, right away, like I said, there'll be some key matchups coming up. And, you know, there's some, like I said, there's some teams playing into like last year till the 20th. So, you know, we'll see how that, you know, hopefully they'll have those teams and put into the brackets in time and so forth. I know I got some issues last year with a lot of the Valley teams, especially yes. for four eight. That, that you know, you all haven't gotten input, the input into that, but this should be interesting because, like I said, you know, now we're seeing teams at the halfway point for UIO. We're seeing the teams who may make some run deep runs into the playoffs and who's in who's for real. And, I, and like I said, I have, a, I have an eye on some a couple of teams. That I think they're going to do some, they're going to do pretty well. I think in, the, in the, deep in the playoffs. All right. Like I said, Rafa was fun. Uh, we'll let mm-hmm. you get out here. I'll get the show uh, loaded up for the podcast version uh, for here. Thank you for everybody that tunes in. Thank you for everybody that listens, watches, and supports the show. Uh, if you can, please like and give a rating, whether it's on Spotify, Apple, wherever that you listen to the show. If you can, you know, uh, give us and you know, give a SA Soccer Roundtable um, a like and, and a rating. Uh, obviously, we prefer five stars, but if we're doing if we're not doing something good, any uh, feedback is good for for us. Uh, also, if you want to, you can follow us on Twitch now. Uh, Matt is still helping us out behind the scenes with the Twitch and, and trying to get us older people. I mean, me uh, <laughs> upgraded with with the tw- with the Twitch um, and other things there. But uh, thank you, uh, Rafa, and hope everybody has thank a wonderful you. evening. And what's life without goals? We out. Peace.